You're Within the Norms, the blog that explores boundaries of medical science and law. By Norman J. Clement, RPH, DDS, Norman L. Clement, Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle, Farm D, Belinda Brown Parker, in the spirit of Joseph Salvo, Esquire, Incorporated. T. Spirit of Rev. C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe, Clement, B.S., MBA, in the spirit of the Han. Patrice Lamumba, in the spirit of Erlen Clement, S.R., Walter F. Ren, 3, M.D., Julie Killingworth, Leslie Pompey, M.D., Nancy Seafield, Willie Guignard, B.S., Joseph Webster, M.D., M.B.A., Beverly C. Prince, M.D., Fax, Neil Arnand, M.D., Richard Call, M.D., Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi, M.D., M.B.A., Adrienne Edmondson, Esther Hyatt, Ph.D., Walter L. Smith, B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher, Esquire, Michelle Alexander, M.D., Kudjo Wilding, B.S., Martin Njoku, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. We are not powerless and through our videos, writings, and photographs we will expose the abuses and tyranny of United States Drug Enforcement Agency. Just as the video was recorded by the cell phone camera of young Darnella Frazier, or witness to the murder of George Floyd the blog youarewithinthenorms.com bears witness and both allows the system to be held accountable. Julie Killingsworth Payne Advocate Mission Procedural and Deceptive Background DEA Mission Statement The mission of the Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, is to enforce the controlled substances laws and regulations of the United States and bring to the criminal and civil justice system of the United States, or any other competent jurisdiction, those organizations and principal members of organizations, involved in the growing, manufacture, or distribution of controlled substances appearing in or destined for illicit traffic in the United States, and to recommend and support non-enforcement programs aimed at reducing the availability of illicit controlled substances on the domestic and international markets. However, according to Drug Policy Alliance, DPA, the Federal Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, has existed for more than 40 years, but little attention has been given to the role the agency has played in fueling mass incarceration, racial disparities, and other drug war problems. Drug Policy Alliance Congress has rarely scrutinized the agency, its actions, or its budget, instead deferring to DEA administrators on how best to deal with drug-related issues. Treating drug use as a criminal justice issue instead of a health issue, while failing to exercise oversight over one of the most powerful enforcement agencies in the world, has led to disaster. DEA Origins The DEA origins are based on putting arrogant Negroes physicians, dentists, pharmacists, like Drabs Edwards, Morris Brown, Beverly Baylor Jackson, Joseph Webster, Clarence Verdell, Walter F. Wren, Norman J. Clement, Ronald Myers, Kenrick Stevens, and Alfred Evans in prison and causing such fear that other good-placed blacks will remain in their place. The DEA has survived by fighting against any head who questions its methods. They survive by attacking their boss who gets too close to the truth of their legal practices. Local DEA-funded program targeting people of color. Reorganized under President Richard Nixon from the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs their mission according to Dan Baum in his interview of Nixon's domestic policy director and Watergate conspirator John Ehrlichman was direct. You want to know what this was all about? He asked with the bluntness of a man who, 
after public disgrace and a stretch in federal prison, had little left to protect. The Nixon campaign in 1968, and the Nixon White House after that, had two enemies, the anti-war left and black people. Do you understand what I'm saying? We knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or black, but by getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin, and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course, we did. Ron Myers, N.D. Here. The DEA was established in 1973 ostensibly to consolidate drug enforcement activities into a superagency that would bring together federal drug enforcement resources. In the last 50 years, it's been a tremendous waste of resources and left a wake of devastation in the United States and abroad. DEA Selective Enforcement of Drug Law Bomb Rights Nixon's invention of the war on drugs as a political tool was cynical, but every president since, Democrat and Republican alike, has found it equally useful for one reason or another. Meanwhile, the growing cost of the drug war is now impossible to ignore, billions of dollars wasted, bloodshed in Latin America and on the streets of our cities, and millions of lives destroyed by draconian punishment that doesn't end at the prison gate, one of every eight black men have been disenfranchised because of a felony conviction. Steve Russo MD DEA Target DEA Mission Statement In carrying out its mission as the agency responsible for enforcing the controlled substances laws and regulations of the United States, the DEA's primary responsibilities include Investigation and preparation for the prosecution of major violators of controlled substance laws operating at interstate and international levels. Investigation and preparation for prosecution of criminals and drug gangs who perpetrate violence in our communities and terrorize citizens through fear and intimidation. Management of a national drug intelligence program in cooperation with federal, state, local, and foreign officials to collect, analyze, and disseminate strategic and operational drug intelligence information. Seizure and forfeiture of assets derived from, traceable to, or intended to be used for illicit drug trafficking. Zilu Ruan and DDEA targeted the victim. However war on your doctors. The DEA has waged misinformation to persuade the public that these medications are dangerous drugs whose dosages are red flags, indicating abuse and trafficking, contributing to the so-called opioid crisis in America. These agents lacking in both knowledge and understanding of opioid pain receptors come armed with badges, guns and profound stupidity. They impose their will on the medical profession, nurses, pharmacists, physicians, dentists, especially drug wholesalers. 1. Tactics of no-knock raids and arrest. 2. Forfeiture. 3. Threats of prison time. 4. Forced tapering of narcotic medication used to treat chronic disease states. 5. Economics of employment, judges, bail bondsmen, barbed wire, and prisons. FDA-approved narcotic medication. DEA mission statement. Coordination and cooperation with federal, state, and local agencies, and with foreign governments, in programs designed to reduce the availability of illicit abuse-type drugs on the United States market through non-enforcement methods such as crop eradication, crop substitution, and training of foreign officials. Responsibility, under the policy guidance of the Secretary of State and U.S. Ambassadors, for all programs associated with drug law enforcement counterparts in foreign countries. 
liaison with the United Nations, Interpol, and other organizations on matters relating to international drug control programs. However, in Afghanistan poppy production and DEA mismanagement of $8.6 billion resulted in the opioid crisis. Most importantly the DOJ-DEA along with failed United States government's effort to suppress opium production in Afghanistan has resulted in the massive output of illicit opioids such as heroin in the world market. The DEA mismanaged 8.6 billion U.S. dollars and not only failed to eradicate poppy production but in nearly 20 years of U.S. occupation, poppy production increased in Afghanistan from 33k hectares to 328k hectares. 95% of the opium was converted into heroin and 80% of this illegal product was sent to our allies in Europe all under the failure of the DEA not the American Medical Association, National Dental Association, or Pronto Pharmacy LLC of Tampa, Florida. See Special Inspector General Afghanistan Reconstruction, John Sopko. https colon slash slash www.seeker.mil slash interactive report slash counternarcotic slash index.html. Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction shows DEA ignored and participated and is the main culprit in illicit opium production. The U.S. support helped Afghan counter-drug units to develop promising capacity and become trusted partners. However, these units did not have a strategic impact on the drug trade due to insecurity, corruption and poor capacity within the criminal justice system, and lack of high-level support from the Afghan government. The Afghan National Interdiction Unit, Technical Investigative Unit, and Sensitive Investigative Unit are regarded as some of the most trustworthy, proficient police units in the country. However, these units have not yielded large numbers of high-value target arrests or, according to recent U.S. military estimates, significantly reduced insurgency funding from the drug trade. The work of these units was repeatedly stymied by pervasive political interference and corruption in the police and judicial system as a whole. Freddie Williams M.D. did in prison 2006. Similarly, while the Counter-Narcotics Justice Center was considered the least corrupt judicial entity in Afghanistan, Political influence sometimes prevented convictions of senior drug traffickers and, if convictions were secured, even aided in their release. Afghan counter-drug units were also, at times, undercut by the conflicting relationships and approaches U.S. agencies took toward certain high-value targets. DEA Mission Statement Enforcement of the provisions of the Controlled Substances Act as they pertain to the manufacture, distribution, and dispensing of legally produced controlled substances. Coordination and cooperation with federal, state and local law enforcement officials on mutual drug enforcement efforts and enhancement of such efforts through exploitation of potential interstate and international investigations beyond local or limited federal jurisdictions and resources. However, the ARCOS is used as an enforcement tool. ARCOS accumulates these transactions which are then summarized into reports, which give investigators and federal and state government agencies information that can be used to identify the diversion of controlled substances into illicit channels of distribution. Information on drug distribution is used throughout the United States, U.S. by U.S. attorneys and DEA investigators to strengthen criminal cases in the courts. Through their word usage and practice DEA uses statistical analyzation to review to determine and identify the diversion of controlled substances into illicit channels of distribution. Leo Boletsky of Northeastern University School of Law Leo Boletsky of Northeastern calls for the government crackdown on prescribers getting low-hanging fruit. 
The DEA measures success based on the number of arrests and prosecutions. Doctors are minor players. 263 physicians were convicted by the DEA on charges between 2003 and 2017, and over 3,000 were forced to surrender their licenses. Data mining billing records and prescription databases have become the hunting ground. The DOJ has partnered with insurance companies to share data. Bob Sheeran, Pain Advocate They create their targets. Who is the biggest prescriber in a region, state, and nationwide? They are investigated. Who does the most procedures? They use flags like distance traveled forgetting that by disincentivizing and terrorizing prescribers there is no one left to prescribe and patients must travel farther for the same services. The flags created during the pill mill era are now self-perpetuating. If you mine data enough you might find something and law enforcement can access data without individualized suspicion, probable cause, or any judicial review. Two doctors recently indicted who have run a pain clinic for decades were under investigation for four years. One was indicted over two prescriptions for a moderate number of opioids. Numbers alone can't determine whether a crime has been committed, the normal amount of opioid prescribing for a physician treating pain or addiction will inevitably be much higher than the average for all doctors or the typical amount in most other specialties. Probability Mathematics what the DEA is doing is applying probability mathematics. Probability is a mathematical tool used to study randomness. It deals with the chance of an event occurring. Through this agency's application of probability statistical mathematics, the DEA uses its ARCOS as an instigation tool to identify the diversion of controlled substances into illicit channels of distribution. What this federal agency is doing is monitoring, the point of sales from the point of manufacture through commercial distribution channels to point of sale or distribution at the dispensing slash retail level, hospitals, retail pharmacies, practitioners, mid-level practitioners, and teaching institutions. In essence, this agency is doing is monitoring and prosecuting medical professionals for performing their licensed medical fiduciary responsibilities to patients. The trouble with probability mathematics is if a doctor is good and performs exemplary service that medical professional would be targeted despite his or her professional services. Vilas and Ganesh MD serving five years prison target DOJ. For example, with the DEA Arcos system, when a doctor or pharmacist orders a class 2 medication, the DEA knows the exact number of the medication ordered. With the DEA Arcos system, the agency knows when the doctor's prescription and who by name receives the prescription. The agency knows when the pharmacist filled the prescription and by name who received the amount and type of class 2 medications. It has been seen that this agency applies geographic enforcement tactics to identify the diversion of controlled substances and illicit channels of distribution using probability and statistics. Brent Sloan Suicide when we examine the charges placed against medical professionals, we can see the application of the ARCO system when the agency write within their affidavit CFR section 1306.04a, emphasis added. A pharmacist violates this provision only if the pharmacist knowingly fills a purported prescription, i.e., a prescription that was not written, in the usual course of professional treatment. To analyze and establish probability mathematics that a licensed professional and state lease practicing pharmacist knowingly fills a purported prescription, i.e., a prescription that was not written, in the usual course of professional treatment. This statement establishes that the agents apply circumstantial analytical evidence to substantiate a violation. 
By using the ARCO system each DEA understood well in advance how their system tracks and identified each prescription and who received the medications and how much medication was provided to the patient. Sonia Richardson Sloan Wife of Brent Sloan, Victim and Advocate In essence, the DEA is applying inferential statistics, the null hypothesis that two possibilities are the same. If a pharmacist orders 6,000 class oxycodone pills, the DEA approves the reception of the medications. The DEA approves the shipment and authorizes the reception of the medication at the pharmacy. However, with their knowledge of their approval for the pharmacist to receive the medications, the DEA often calls a pharmacy pill mills. Distributors report sales of Schedule 1, 2, and some 3 opioid-based medications to the Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, for its database, known as the Automation of Reports and Consolidated Orders System, ARCOS. From the point of manufacturing through commercial distribution to delivery to DEA in state-registered pharmacies, hospitals, and other healthcare providers. Claudia Morandi, Pain Advocate It should be made clear in the DEA that they apply its ARCOS system data analytical reports, such as reports must be provided within or attached to the investigative reports. No citizen should ever be subjected to inferential statistical investigatory tools and be subjected to governmental enforcement. ARCOS Bias By speculation, the DEA reviews computerized data that they have previously approved and applies that information to subjugate African-American medical professionals. With the use of computerized data, they base their reasoning of criminal activity on the belief that criminal activity was occurring through the perceptions of their economic growth and not reality. The results of their business growth triggered a criminal investigation of their accumulated transactions which are then summarized into reports, which give investigators in federal and state government agencies information which can be used to identify diversion of controlled substances into illicit channels of distribution. Selectively targeting based on racial bias To use the ARCO system as a tool to identify targets of successfully growing licensed African-American medical facilities that practice and conduct excellent care through good, mannered customer services, as a source of diversion of controlled substances into illicit channels of distribution. When the DEA use their computer system and develops a suspicious element that criminal activity is taking place, they then compile a multitude of charges to support their false assertion that the medical facility is a source of diversion of controlled substances into illicit channels of distribution. All this is done despite the professionalism and legal standards each facility conducts. Quality of life is a right. Thus the acts and actions of the DEA are generally baseless. This agency's law enforcement actions violate the basics elements of investigatory practices. For example, statting in their warrants. The government obtained the immediate suspension and sought revocation based on allegations that petitioner had repeatedly filled prescriptions for controlled substances despite obvious red flags of drug abuse and diversion in violation of federal and state law and had engaged in the manufacture of controlled substances without the appropriate DEA registration. ID. At 64,714. The DEA is a government agency built on fraud, fear, and intimidation. The DEA has not articulated the facts to support an investigation to establish probable cause and or reasonable suspicion. When a government agency seeks to remove and undermine the pharmaceutical business based on an allegation, violates the very principles of the Fourth Amendment. The term red flag has no statutory meaning in the areas of pharmaceutical and or within the medical profession. Johannesburg, 
South Africa Gallows Apartheid Museum. In determining the public interest, the DEA administrator considers evidence bearing on five statutory factors. 1. The recommendation of the appropriate state licensing board or professional disciplinary authority. 2. The applicant's experience in dispensing or conducting research concerning controlled substances. 3. The applicant's conviction record under federal or state laws relating to the manufacture, distribution, or dispensing of controlled substances. 4. Compliance with applicable state, federal, or local laws relating to controlled substances. 5. Such other conduct may threaten public health and safety. For any person or persons to violate the criminal statute, the officer must have a crime to develop probable cause. For a law enforcement agency to operate both as criminal justice and administrative enforcement agency, gives the DEA enormous and unrestricted powers of authority. The Constitution or Laws of the United States. 18 U.S.C. Sections 241, 242. Under color of law means that the person doing the act is using power is given to him or her by a governmental agency, local, state, or federal. Leslie Pompey, M.D., DEA Target. However, the DEA has failed to satisfy the constitutional standards of the law enforcement agency. The DEA has full knowledge of the court and rarely grants summary reversal. No court would or should allow false and fabricated information to support unwarranted allegations. Such allowance of the DEA's information clearly shows the corrupted attempt and coordinated efforts to subjugate the criminal justice system. The testimony of DEA expert pharmacist Robert B.J. Durian, the godfather of all red flags academic fraud scams and learning from the master DEA expert pharmacist. Robert B.J. Durian, a former DEA expert witness, who also served as dean of the University of Florida College of Pharmacy. Robert B.J. Durian. Robert B.J. Durian, to get back to your practical question, then who is correct in the eyes of the law? You have to demonstrate as an expert witness that you have taken the means and are knowledgeable in whatever you are promoting. Whether it's a conclusion. Or a method that you have adopted to arrive at that conclusion. You will be cross-examined critically? Robert B. J. Durian. That's where you may buckle and fold unless you can demonstrate that you are competent. Robert B. J. Durian. Either decision carries risks. The DEA is an agency with a mission of wrongdoing. This single-focused act by the DEA and its court system should be feared by every American. The Constitution was not intended to be used to identify and attack particular groups of people. The DEA and its court system have created an unrestricted bias wherein this organization has yielded the power to act as they please. American Agony The Opioid War Against Patients in Pain it should be feared that any law enforcement agency within the United States of America could apply draconian tactics to support and justify and ignore their wrongful law enforcement efforts. Conclusion Doctors slash pharmacists are just a sitting duck for these federal prosecutors who raid medical offices and unlike the career drug pusher on the streets who get caught and charged with one or two counts, federal prosecutors pile up count after count because doctors slash pharmacists are required to keep records and those records are used against them in these out-of-control prosecutions against dispensing FDA-approved narcotic analgesic medication. This case addresses an impermissible invasion of the federal government into state affairs where the practice of medicine is solely regulated by state medical boards. Nancy Seaflip, Pain Advocate the DOJ DEA has used the cumbersome and costly process of litigation of healthcare providers, pharmacists, dentist physicians, 
as the methodology of shielding their abuses and corruption. The DEA DOJ knows the cost of seeking justice has been prohibitive and by the time the practitioners reach the appeals level they have spent well over $200,000 plus in legal fees. However what DOJ DEA never counted upon was that a small group of diverse pharmacists, physicians, researchers, and dentists, would convert their training in medical-slash-dental science to become journalists, and their own lawyers exposing the mission of deception and the failure of the DEA. Low-Hanging Fruit Scott Thomas, Tampa, Florida For now, you are within. You are within thenorms.com, Wynton Marsalis Concerto for Trumpet and Two Oboes, 1984 The Norms <laughs>